Welcome to episode 169 of Anime and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Sean. And this is the review show that reviews anime from A to Z, sort of. Alright guys, uh, this episode we've got Re-Zero, starting life in another world, also known as Re-Life in a Different World from Zero, or simply as Re-Zero apparently. Anyway, uh, the light novel, which is essentially the manga, was written by Tape Nagatsuki. So a light novel is more of an actual novel with very few like illustrations in it. And then a manga, as we all know, is essentially just a comic book. So a lot of times, especially lately, light novels are made and then they gain in popularity. So then they get adapted into mangas and then they gain even more in popularity and then they get animes. Or sometimes they skip the manga and just go straight to anime. It happens sometimes. This apparently has 32 light novels. Yeah, a light novel is probably around 10,000 words. So okay. that's a lot. You, you, you know what I mean? Consider, like, if you're comparing it to most mangas, like, that's a whole lot. Well, this, this has got three seasons. What's well, this got real, uh, greenlit for a third season and a movie it has. Mm. So, makes sense. Yeah, so, uh, I can't, like, I don't even know how to go over it. There's mangas, there's multiple mangas, there's a bunch of light novels, there's extra side stories, and extra short story collections for it. Just do the anime, that's what we're covering. There's, well, there's OVA, there's original net animation, yeah. ori- another different original OVA, and then another different OVA, and then another set of mangas, you know what I mean? Like, it's all over the place, but I won't just give them the, the anime. But I just, just kind of throwing out there how much of this there is surprisingly compared to everything else even like dragon ball z doesn't have this kind of format where there's like this 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 well, you know what i mean i guess the artist and writer really likes his story it is doing a lot with it i i guess so the original run for the anime is uh, april 4th 2016 to present sure is <laughs> however the first season is only well only 25 episodes which we covered Yes. Which is what we're covering today. And I I'm, didn't watch more than that, did you? No, oh God, no. Okay. <laughs> and I'm so sorry. <laughs> Before you go into your apologies, why don't you do a premise? Kid gets uh, transported to another world, randomly, and then essentially he's in a fantasy world, and his power is starting over from zero. So whenever he dies, he uh, essentially has these subconscious save points where he just transports back to. Mm-hmm. So he could live for four days straight, do all kinds of wild shit, die, and then go back to the first day. Or eventually, if he does things quote-unquote right, uh, he'll have a save point at some point, and then he reverts back to that save point instead of before it. And that's kind of the initial premise. Because the premise is him like, oh, I'm in this fantasy world. Yeah, kind of. I mean, I would, uh, that's the overall premise, I would say. I mean, there are stories... Mm-hmm. Other than that going on, but that's the premise. So, there are there's stuff that I really like about this anime, and then there is stuff that I really hate about this anime. <laughs> I think this anime would be really, really good At if they 10, had... 10, 12 episodes? 12 episodes, and if they had a, a different main character. <laughs> one less annoying one. Or, you know, just give me the main character they have, that all that stuff where he's, like, an idiot... And cut all that crap out where he's like, all the arrogant stuff, the self-delusion and, and 
grandeur, where mm-hmm. he thinks he's better than yeah. everybody else. Oh, he's take, meant for destiny. Yeah, take all that garbage out of it, and when he and he's just a shonen character, he's fine when he's everything's going right. It's when everything's going terrible and he's an idiot that it is so insufferable. Now, to some extent, I think it's a good thing. It's a small extent because dying over and over again, being transported to another world, that's going to have an effect on your psyche. Sure, but he's an idiot. Yeah, no, I don't disagree. Because, sure, he's, but after the sixth time you died, and you still haven't come to grasp, and you say, I don't want to die, I don't want to die, and things are going the wrong way, why aren't you just killing yourself and restarting at that point? <sighs> That's the whole psychological part of it, is like, not everyone can be that logical about it. it I, I get that, but he's died, like, 15 times over the course of the anime. It's not once. At least. Or twice. Like, if it was, like, you know. And once or twice he did it on purpose. Right. Like, he jumped off the cliff the one time. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and to be fair, at, that was fairly early on, and at that point, it felt like, oh, he's finally taking control right. of it. Well, okay, he's in control now. He's not going to fall into this depressive, and then that was not the case. And that's my other point. They did the, the psychological stuff out of order. Yeah. He did the freak out and stuff that he does later should have happened earlier. Should have happened before that moment. That would that would have been fine. Yeah. But no, they did it completely out of order and he's just unlikable in certain episodes. And then in some, a lot of episodes. Well, yeah, but the ones where he succeeded, he is likable, but they're only like And only sometimes. Sometimes when he succeeds he's a bit of a prick. Yeah, but those are the episodes where he's a prick and he succeeded. He also fails at the end anyway. Yeah. So the only one that when the the arcs finish is when he's actually kind of okay. when he resets his save point. Yes. So, uh, and honestly, I thought I was gonna hate the um, reset thing every time, but I do like the fact that each time he resets, they're like trying. He's trying to solve a mystery, or he's trying to change something to make it work better or right. save someone, or and that's fine. I actually like that. I like that as well. My only issue is it gets to a point, especially around the middle part of the show, or I'm sorry, towards the beginning and then towards the end, because in the middle, he doesn't die that much. In the beginning and then towards the end, he dies a lot. It gets to a point where it's like, I don't know what's actually happened or not. Like, what's a part of the current timeline? I To some little, like, there's a couple little conversations, like, I don't know if that happened or not. Uh, He remembers it. It happened to him, but it didn't happen to everyone else. Right, yeah. Like, it, it is hard to follow. I didn't have trouble following it, but, like, if you have a bad memory... Or you're on your phone a little bit. On your phone, and you're not paying absolute attention to this anime, you're going to be lost. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, I followed it just fine, but that's because I watched the entire anime without, you know, deviation. Mm. Okay, Mr. Gloating. No, what I mean is I wasn't distracted on my phone. Yeah, yeah, I know. My biggest issue, and I think this might be your biggest issue as well, or at least one of them, is the spinning of the wheels. Yeah. There are so many conversations about nothing no. just to fill time. There's an entire episode that is just an entire conversation. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, it's an important conversation, but it's just him and the character Rem talking. It's him, he's saying how much of it, he's uh, how terrible of a person he is. And then the romance in this is just, all the romances are toxic. In, in gross ways. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm trying to figure <laughs> out my words. <laughs> he falls in love with Emilia? The silver-haired yes. uh, half-elf girl? Mainly because she's pretty, but also because she's done, like, one nice thing in front right. of him. And not just falls in love, but, like, to such a degree that he'll do anything in any situation ever 
that could slightly benefit her, even if he's not thinking it through yeah. at all, and it makes it worse for her. Uh-huh. He's obsessive and arrogant in his love for her, essentially. He, he's kind of an incel. Yes. You know what an incel is? I don't know the actual definition, but I know... You get You understand. I, I, I know the intonations of it. So... And, like, again, to some extent, it kind of makes sense, because, like, maybe he's, like, dipping his toe in the incel water, like, he's not all the way there, but then all this trauma's happening to him, mm-hmm. and it makes him go a little crazy. But it's just, it's too much, and it's super gross. Yes. And then there's the whole problem where now it's kind of harrowing where he has another character fallen just as deeply... In love with him, and, but he didn't give a f- about her. Yeah, not at all, and and she's just as, as obsessive, obsessive at, at, eventually. Yeah. And this power, if he really wanted it, it can be used in really gross and manipulative ways. I would probably do that. <laughs> I'd be walking around with a razor. Let's do this. Cut myself. Let's do that. Cut myself. <laughs> Not in a bad way. Not in a rapey way. <laughs> yeah, have you seen um, This Is The End with, uh, oh my god, Seth Rogen and James Franco and all those guys? No. So, essentially, the world ends. Uh, it's apocalyptic, and a lot of people go to. It's the um, where they go to heaven. What's it called? Paradise. No, no, obviously, but like, what's it called when like you're chosen because you're good? You go to heaven. Oh, you're um. I forget what it's called. Anyway, like you're taken. I mean, I don't. Yeah, know. but it's it's a specific word. I just on the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. Anyway, that happens. So like, everyone that's left on Earth isn't worthy. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily evil, but they're not worthy. Right. And like. They're all there in a house, and it's all famous people playing themselves, which is f-ing hilarious. And then apocalyptic cre- demons and shit outside, everyone's dying. And then, like, Emma Watson's running across the street, so, like, they let her in, and they give her her own room, and they're all, like, whispering as they're walking away, and then they stop, and they're talking about how, like, alright, guys, elephant in the room, no one can rape Emma Watson, like, and they all just start having this conversation about it, and then, uh, and then she, like, notices, and it's, it's really funny. But, like, not a rapey vibe. I don't know how I got, got onto that. <laughs> uh, that's what, a good movie, though. That's why Sean doesn't have superpowers. I had a reason to bring that up. <laughs> I'm sure you did. You don't remember what it is, though. Nope. So, anyway. <laughs> the movie's not, or the TV show's not that great. It's, um... But here's the worst part. It has potential. I see why people like yeah, it. Yeah, so do I. Like, I get why it's popular. It's just... <laughs> Everyone's also super polite to each other. I hate when animes do that. Yeah, character. Every- like people don't talk like that. I mean, it's a fantasy world, so I even in a fa- no one f- talks like that. I mean, it is a little ridiculous that you know even bitter enemies are kind of like nice to each other and mm-hmm. stuff like that. I don't know. There's a white whale. Yeah, technically three. Technically one. Technically one. <laughs> that erases people. I don't know what's up with that. The allure seems to be cool, but I just don't don't really dive into it. You know, a lot of animes seem to, like, the author comes up with a premise and then runs with it and doesn't stop. Yeah. Like, they start they start making chapters and releasing them, and they don't stop. They don't ever, like, they shouldn't have released that soon. They should have waited and built the premise bigger. And they should have, or if they started making them, they should have went on pause, on break, mm-hmm. and, you know, built the world up a little bit more. Because, like, a lot of these, they feel kind of hollow, where it's like, all right, this is happening. We're doing this. Oh, yeah, that's happening. Or they're explaining things halfway through, like the whole spirit thing. Yeah, the story needs a couple more drafts and a mm-hmm. bit of editing. Yeah. So, you know, I think you're right. I think it's because they have to release it weekly or 
um, stuff like that. They're just doing it and cut whatever's coming to their head. And they're not really, oh, that'll be a cool uh, thing to do. Yeah, they're not developing their world and making it make sense in a real way. Mm-hmm. It's almost like running. they're running a D&D campaign week to week. You know what I mean? That works great if you're, you know... Yeah. If it's set, if that's what it is, if that's what they tell you it is, that's kind of fine. Right, but like, you know, because a, a dungeon master or a game master has to adjust to their players' whims mm. every week. So it's like they got to figure out what the story is going to be this week now because my guy just killed my main character. So someone in our group was a little bit like this. I'm not going to say completely, and I'm not going to say their name. I'm going to ask you if you know who they are. Someone who looks through all the books, makes the most powerful character they can. And then shows up and expects the DM to just know how their abilities and all that stuff works, even though they're probably pulling from two or three different books that the DM probably doesn't have, not just the main book. Mm-hmm. And then is like, they sit down and go, okay, entertain me. Not let's interact with the world, not let's, you know, play and role play. Entertain me. Show me something fun. Who do you think that was? My instinct is, I don't want to say his name on air. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna mime it. Ready? Yeah. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. That was my second guess. My first one was. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> I actually forgot about him. To be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. I I didn't think thought about him in a while. That's pretty funny. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't. It, that got off track a little bit. Yeah, but whatever. Yeah, like it would work more as a D and D world if it was like. This is D&D, and these are just players, and this is the story that they're creating. That might not be a good show for everyone, but at least it would make more sense and fit better. Yeah, you know. And if you had more characters than just one that mattered. Oh my god. I mean, yeah, it's hard to make the other characters matter when their opinions and their actions don't matter after three episodes, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I get it, but at the same time, it's kind of... I mean, there's only three arcs in this, so you want to go through them real quick? Oh, can you? <laughs> well, the first one. Can you bring it? <laughs> the first one is the introduction to him and the oh right the silver hair girl and the thief, and they keep ended up at the old man's house and they get murdered. Mm-hmm. They keep getting murdered by the crazy. Well, man. I want to say witch lady, but I don't think she was a witch. She's like an assassin. Yeah, she just wanted that crest. Yeah, I don't even know why she wanted it. Because if the she the the, the silver haired. Uh, Amelia doesn't have it, she can't become... Oh, queen. So someone hired her to steal a crust yeah. from her. Oh, there we go. We went over that. <laughs> I believe the second one was the whole... Um, Him being a butler in the manor. I would also couple that with going to the capital. And I would say the last arc is the whale and then the, all the witches cold. Well, I kind of thought the capital and the whale was all kind of one thing because that's, that's fair. Because that's the first part of it, him figuring out how to get them. To I the also whale. feel like the capital is like the second part of the mansion thing because he's just become the butler and all that. But like, that's fair. Well, I guess it's half and half because, yeah. because she leaves them at the capital. Mm-hmm. So when she leaves them goes, that's, yeah. that's, well, that's when his save point goes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the second arc is... Um, he becomes a. He decides that he wants to be a butler. He gets a favorite, and he's a, he's an idiot. Well, he want he decided to work there or live there. Depends on which version right. of his life. But essentially, he decides to start living there and yeah, work. So right. he's a butler. And then someone's killing killed him. Actually, someone killed him. Mm-hmm. And he was trying to figure it out, and it turns out to be a bunch of dogs. That- oh, before that, it was Rem. 
No, see, that's wasn't Rem. See, it, it, Rem does kill him. Yes, but because he, the only time Rem kills him is when he doesn't become a butler and he just becomes a layabout in there, and she doesn't trust and, yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, because she doesn't trust him, he's she he he she thinks he's a traitor of some kind of a spy. But what's kind of funny is he then becomes a butler and like he accidentally breaks a vase because he's exhausted or whatever. And then he's like, "Oh, don't worry. You go do that. I'll, I'll, I'll fix this." And he goes and gets a vase and fixes it. And she looks at him. She's like, "Where the f- did you? How did you know where to get the vases?" And he's like, "Oh, Ram told me." Ram. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Yeah, but yeah. So he's trying to figure out how to kill him. And apparently, there's these dogs that live in the forest. It's a very mob dang- beasts. Yeah, very dangerous place to live. That need wards to protect the village. And so they go and murder a bunch of dogs. And, and then Rem, place up wards. Yeah, and Rem falls in love with him because of this. Because he sa- yeah, he fights to keep her alive. He fights to bring her back from being a demon. And, then, and then, then somehow she learns to control the demon power after that. She's not on a rampage anymore. Like, for the most part, not always, but for the most part after that, even when her horn appears, she's in control. Because that's what the writer Power of love. Reader, it's the power of love. That's what it is. The writer needed her to be able to control at that point. <laughs> that, that plot arcs over. Anyway. Uh, and then the last arc is, well, the village and the manor that he was butler in and all the people he's gotten to know get murdered by this cult. And then, like, the first, then this whole last arc has three parts to it. Mm. And the first part is him trying to figure out how to get other people to help, and he fails at that spectacularly. He's like 17 times. It's, he sucks at his job. And that's why he hates the eighth boys, because without them, he would be the worst. Speaking of, but before we go any farther, I thought this would have had a little bit more of like, so like, right before he tries to get all these people to help him, Amelia essentially disowns him or whatever, mm-hmm. and leaves him there. And he's dishonored by the knight that just beat the shit out of him. And he's been embarrassed in front of everyone. And so, like, he's training with the butler with the sword. And, like, I was like, cool. This is what's good. Like, he's going to train every day with him and kill himself at the end of the day, every single day. And he's going to get really good. His body won't get stronger, but, like, he'll get better in uh, knowing how to use the sword. And he'll become a good, like, a sword master Mm -hmm. after, like, you know, two years of doing this or whatever. Nope. Nope. No. Yeah, like, I, I th- or maybe when he was learning magic or in the first or second arc. That was my thought, too. Why aren't you Groundhog Day in this? Oh, my God. You could get so strong. And play sculptor and stuff. F*** everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, he sucks. Anyway, he gets all the people together and they go and they decide they're going to go kill this white whale that has been terrorizing the kingdom. And the reason being is because he can't go straight to Amelia. He knows she's that she's going to be in danger. Mm-hmm. But every time he goes to her, the white whale kills him. He can't find a way well, to get there without killing without first confronting the whale. That's true, too. But there's also he can't do it by himself. And no one's just going to help Amelia out of the yes. kindness of their heart. So he's got to because she's got a bid for the throne and she's yeah. half elf. So that he needed incentives and make deals and stuff like that. And so they go, the way out is this epic giant battle thing. You know, whatever. They win eventually. And makes more friends. Yeah. Eventually, I don't know how this... I honestly don't know how the the next seasons are going to play out. Because... Well, there's still the whole bid for her being queen. That hasn't happened yet. And the whole witch thing hasn't been resolved. He still has this power to come back from life. Yeah, I know, but now he's got all these powerful people behind him. Well, now they're his friends. They're not necessarily, like, under him. You know what I mean? They came along to help him with this, but I'm sure they're going to disperse. Sure. But it's at this point, it's like, how many times are we going to do the same game? Yes, it's going to be, it's, I feel like it's going to be very similar after this. Yeah, so I, it just a feel, it feels like we've run through the gambit of what we can do with this premise. But, 
maybe half the season will be him training and him learning, like, oh, I need to get stronger. You know what I mean? Like, that, there, there could be, I doubt it, but there, there could be doing some interesting things. Maybe. I think it would be more interesting if he woke up the next day and he was back in his world. Oh, right after he got a kiss from her or something. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe he's trying to figure out how to get back there from his world or something. Mm-hmm. I think that would be more interesting, but that's just... Or maybe, someone else pops maybe, up. And maybe he still has his restart power in his in the real world or something. Oh, that'd be way cooler. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, Free ideas for your authors. There you go. So, like, for the first season, I, again, like what you said, I get why other people liked it. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching a few episodes and I'm like, oh, this has a cool premise. Let's do this. Man, is it bad at times. Sure is. When it's, it's bad, it's real bad. It's insufferable at times. It's like, oh, I, why are we doing this one? And when it's good, it's not, it's not amazingly great. No. It's just better than average. Yeah, it's it's that's a six when it's good, better. Yes, know? and when it's bad, it's a two. <laughs> sure is. Which I think makes it a four. <laughs> or a three. <laughs> Leaning towards a three, at least. Yeah, I have to agree. Oh, man. Yeah, it's not great. Towards the uh, at the very end, he professes his love. Uh, he actually says, "I love you." She <laughs> accepts it, but I don't think she says, "I love you" back. Well, she says she appreciates what he's saying, and she's happy that someone loves her. But she kind of says no. I don't think she says no so much as like I'm not quite ready, ready to say yeah. that back. Yeah, I'm not ready for this. Is what yeah. essentially she's saying, and he's like, I'll, "I don't care. I'll, I'll be waiting for." Forever, I guess. I know what your answer will be. Yeah. One way or another, I'll get it there. I just mm. have to figure out the right order. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next episode. Uh-huh. We're at a bit of a conundrum here. Because we're back on R. I'm going to give you the mouse. And you can do whatever you like. Yeah, so it's technically my pick and we're back in R. And we have a conundrum because I have no idea what to pick. There's a lot. Well, I wouldn't say a lot in R. There's a there's a, a a decent amount of R, and there's a lot of animes in them. And more than likely, three or four of them are fantastic. Mm-hmm. But we don't know which three or four are fantastic. Exactly. I mean, we can roll out a few right from the start. Oh yeah, just look at the box art, <laughs> or just the name, honestly. <laughs> but, yeah. But recovery of an MMO junkie. I want to see the cover art for that. That's terrible. Comedy game. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, there's a. R has more than your average letter, but it doesn't, there's not a lot in it. But, like, it's not S. It doesn't have hundreds of anime in it, mm. you know? Another one that could be interesting. Rin, Daughters of something. That, like, that looks interesting. Could be great. Could be terrible. We don't know. Yeah, we have no idea. It's only six episodes with X. Huh? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Can you pronounce that? Rin, Daughters of... Then Mozine? Mozine? The Mozine, yeah, sure. Oh. That's what we're doing because I clicked on it and you said it. You did object. Oh, I see tits. Well, I'm happy. <laughs> Let's do it then. All right. Rin Asogi may look like an ordinary office lady on the outside, but she's actually a private investigator taking on any jobs, from finding a stray cat to infiltrating a high security corporate lab. What's more, she appears literally indestructible. Supernaturally healing any injuries and mutilations, together with her partner, Mimi, Rin delves into the darkest secrets of the society, of the society, not of society. So maybe the society is a group. Anyway, but the ones she hides herself are by far more sinister. It's action, horror, mystery. Six episodes. Yeah, and only six episodes. Looks like 90s, right? Looks like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah, but the art, you can usually fool us. 
on the bottom. So we'll see. Well, that's what we're covering because of chance, honestly. All right, let's go. All right. Have a good day, guys.